Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first recording of the Portals podcast. <laughs> we are so excited because we are using this platform now as a branch of Torque New York, and it is featuring, of course, Dr. Robin Cassis, um, but we're also inviting Pastor Tony Cassis and also Pastor Nathan Cassis. So welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. This is the Thank, you. Wonderful, Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. So, of course, like every fashion that we've had thus far, as far as like, you know, Torque TV um, and the different episodes that we've already launched with that, with Portals, can you tell us, Pastor Robin, Dr. Robin Cassis, excuse me, Dr. Robin, can you just give us a little briefing on what is the vision of this segment of Portals? Well, I think we have to go back to the beginning. Let's go of back. What it really means. And I shared with you, so I'll share it with the listeners. And that is, uh, you know, we would have a service and the service would be full of uh, revelation and outpouring of the Spirit and gems that came straight from heaven, you know. And, um, and so we would meet afterwards and people would be so open to what the Spirit was doing and and didn't really want to, to sort of go home. And so we would congregate in my office and we would talk about things and then it was like an opening would be, heaven would sort of like open and there would be a pouring down. Right. And so when it was poured down, you just pour it out. And so it was like a portal from heaven. And, you know, of course, the Lord give him all the glory for it. But so instead of uh, having those times, and they were really fruitful. Absolutely. But they were exhausting. And, and <laughs> also God had said through his prophets that this would be a part of the call, that we would be interviewed and we would be on the air, like mm -hmm. radio and television, and we're seeing this come to pass. And it's, uh, I believe, it's instrumental, not just for talk, but it's instrumental for the body of Christ. Absolutely. And so that's my vision. Yeah. My vision is that this opening is for everyone to understand the process of why it works and how it works. I mean, absolutely. If I could just give you guys the visual of what a portal looks like in Torque, we would literally just get an impactful word from the pulpit, but then still linger. Like there was something that the Holy Spirit would do that would just make us linger and just wait. Like there was always more. Like it was like we wanted more because we just got so much from the pulpit. And then, you know, Dr. Robin would come in her office and then we would all be laying out like kids and just listening to the gems and just to give you vocabulary. Gems are the things that she's saying from heaven, and you just you got to hold on to them. They're like little cute sayings, but you got to hold on to them because they're very important and essential. So you know it's it, it's very exciting to have this platform now because now we can get to give everybody the chance to have a portal with you, Pastor Robin, and you know anybody else Thank who's you. coming on. Thank so you. we're excited. Thank you. I'm excited too. It's it's a little. Uh, daunting uh -huh. because it's a new venture. Absolutely, yeah. It's not that I'm scared, but it's just a new venture. And every time you go into a new venture, you know you're waiting on the Holy Spirit to speak His His um, power through you, but also to have the Lord fill you full of His words. Right, right. So as you know, 
well, tonight, today, this Sunday, uh, Pastor Nathan um, joined you. You guys tag teamed on a sermon today, which we'll go to a little bit later. But first, um, would you like to just give anyone a gem that's listening now on kind of what to expect? Um, just as you mentioned, you just mentioned uh, t- Pastor Nathan, who is my son, yes. and Pastor Tony, who is my husband. Now, we have a very unique way of ministering. It's a very unique way. Mm-hmm. Um, Pastor uh, Tony, he just brings the word alive. Mm-hmm. It can bring depth in from from the scriptures and make it alive. That's his he really does open the word up and make it real. And then Nathan, my son, Pastor Nathan, he has an ability to take that word and add process to it. The process of how that comes alive, how to activate that in and bringing a process to it. And and that's an amazing gift that God speaks through him. And my my forte is to always bring how it works and why it works. And I think that is really important because we're told to do all these things, but we're left in the air on how it works. And then it would be great for us to know why it works. Absolutely. Like that's, you guys give different flavors of the word, which is very essential to us who may not understand certain aspects because you guys bring in different aspects. But before we go into those things, we're going to just take a short break and then we're going to jump right into this portal, shall we? Yes. Hey guys, want to hear God speak to you personally? Then join us here at Dipping Night. It's every first Monday of the month at 7.30 p.m. To find out more information or to RSVP, you can visit us at dippingnight.torknyc.org. Hope to see you there. guys we didn't want to keep you guys waiting any longer because we were just talking about the different flavors that you guys bring to the portals podcast and to the ministry but pastor robin you wanted to elaborate on that well uh you know in the world and and possibly you you know this artists yes really that are the triple threat are in demand great demand because they can do just about all that is required right. in one person rather than just three different people. Well, we're not, we're one person in Christ. Right. But we are three individual people, but we have three different flavors mm-hmm. that bring the message a new, with a new dimension. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just one angle coming through. You're hearing how it's opened. You're hearing how the process of it in in opening it. And then you're hearing how to activate that and why it's activated that way. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's that's very essential because just like when we read the word, we can read it in one form and then hear a different perspective 
from someone else and then it just be just as enlightening even though the perspective perspectives may be different um that they're still you know saying to the core scripture or you know in your case to the word it's still you know on the same subject but just different edges to it and i I think that's the case yes i really do and i think that like you said when you hear it sometimes you have questions Mm -hmm. left in your mind yes and and and, and thoughts about how do I do this? I've heard what should be done, but how do I do it? And why should I do it? Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's yeah. like, yeah, I, I, one thing I really enjoyed about experiencing the portals after church, it was just like because we all were thinking so many different things, mm-hmm. and then we would vocalize them. Some would say, oh, I thought that too. Or, you know, some would also just kind of like, ask questions as you stated and then it was just releasing even more of an overflow from what we've already heard from the pulpit which was just always amazing the gems that come from heaven i tell you i tell you thank you (laughs) so with that being said tonight would you like to introduce what you guys talked about tonight and then we'll go from there uh, yeah well i'd like Maybe my husband, Pastor Tony. All right. Because he started the the tag team tonight. All right. We're going to tag Pastor Tony in. Welcome, Pastor Tony. Thank you. Um, Good to be here. Yes. Hello. Um, So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get started about what the word was today. You opened tonight on your message that you also briefly spoke about last week. So, if you don't mind just introducing the listeners. We we began a three-part series on faith. Yes. what it is to do something when it's not in faith. Mm-hmm. And then tonight we covered um, the spirit of faith as, as in like there's a difference between liberty or freedom and lawlessness. That was the main message. Right. Being free doesn't mean that there's no rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just you know, moving with the conviction of the spirit in your own heart right. and not doing things presumptuously. So that's what we covered tonight. Right, right. So if you guys want to listen to the first part of that, which was the Shades of Grey, that yep. was on last week's message, yep. which you can find on our YouTube at the Torque NY um, website. Website. Yeah, so or in our app. The, shade, the Shades of Grey are those areas in the Bible that the Bible isn't specifically clear about. Right. Like, can you drink? Can you not drink? What to wear? You know, what to eat? Those things are sort of like disputable. Mm-hmm. Some saints... They're very strict on those things. For other saints, they have a uh, bit more of a freedom right. on, on you know those those areas. Yeah, I, I mean, it was so interesting because when I first heard your Shades of Grey, that was so essential because I swear I tried to find a scripture, which I'm sure there is, not to say. I always try to find a scripture to back up something that I'm just clueless on. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in panic mode. What do I do about this? And, you know as you said, you know, also during the sermon was that it was bringing relationship, not just answers, yeah. but relationship to the creator, yeah. um, to the Lord as our father to direct us. Well, I mean, if everything was literally in the Bible, then, you know, you'd be tempted not to go to the Holy Spirit and say, well, what do I do here? Mm-hmm. So there's, he leaves some areas that, you know, you need to seek him about and get his mind about, um, the basic things are all there, you know, like you don't lie, you don't steal, you don't kill, right. you don't do this stuff. 
But, you know, like I said, those disputable things, like, for instance, what women wear, what men wear, has been the subject of so much controversy in the church. Yes. You know, what's modest, what isn't, you know? What's legalistic, what isn't? And this stuff has split churches, so it's important for us to have a very gracious uh, approach about, about these things. And you also said something that I would like to bring out about Calvary. You were saying the difference between the law and, and the Old Testament and to Calvary, some things traveled over and some things went up into a new level. Do you mind just sharing a little bit about that? Oh, Pastor, I'll try and get it all done in a few <laughs> sentences. It's okay. You have about five minutes, so all, it's good. <laughs> all, of, all of church history, all of history as far as the, you know, the work of God from, say, Genesis all the way up to the cross, uh, there was a period in Genesis where there was no law, right? But God specifically said, Abraham is a man who obeys my decrees, my my laws, and my statutes. And he's talking about decrees, laws, and statutes before Moses. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it was these laws were written on Abraham's heart, and God honored him for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, when Moses came along, Moses gave us literally the law in written form. Okay, mm-hmm. so and that was written on stone. But uh, that law came to the cross of Jesus, and three things happened. It either remained the same right. because Jesus endorsed it and left it untouched. The second thing would be he abolished it completely Mm -hmm. because when he made like a declaration, that is now the new law. And then the third thing that could happen is he takes that law to a higher level. Right. So a couple of examples, the, the law of tithes and offerings comes to the cross and then Jesus says to the Pharisees, yeah, it's okay to tithe your mint and your cumin in your garden, Mm -hmm. but don't leave things like mercy and justice, you know, and compassion, you know, and then he he endorses tithing by saying these things you should have done, Mm -hmm. tithe, Mm -hmm. but not left the other things undone. Right. So the Lord Jesus left the tithing principle untouched, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Another example of, say, an abolition. He, he abolishes the ceremonial uh, cleansing of food and eating clean foods mm-hmm. when the Pharisees accused him and the disciples of like uh, eating the grain on a Sabbath and they, they weren't cleaning their hands. And so Jesus brings up the, uh, the example of when David ate the showbread, something that was not lawful for him to do, right? And how they circumcise you know, their sons on a Sabbath day and that breaks the Sabbath law. Mm. So he was calling them out on their hypocrisy. Right. But, you know, he, he made a statement, the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Right. So basically what Jesus is saying is, you know, I will convict whoever is a follower of myself on what day is holy and what day isn't. Mm-hmm. So in reality, every day is holy unto the Lord. So every day is supposed to be our Sabbath. Right. So Jesus actually takes that up a level. Lastly, and very quickly, hate your enemy, love your neighbor. That comes to the cross, and then Jesus magnifies it. He says, no, love your enemy, do good to those who persecute you, You know, pray for those who hate you. So he's taken that law of Moses to a high level. Right. He's making you accountable for your motive, not just your actions. Right, because you also you know, mentioned that uh, the faith, if anything that is not done in faith is also 
and well, there you go. Like so. for instance, do you drink alcohol? Right. Well, you can't answer that in black and white. There are instances in the scripture that someone did and someone didn't. Right. 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 So you got to go back to the Holy Spirit and get His mind on that subject for you personally, but you can't impose that. On someone else. And that is very key. And this is what's going to bring us up to this Sunday where we had Pastor Nathan and Dr. Robin Cassis uh, just kind of further tell us how we could have this this clear motive, conscience. this clear conscience. There you go. The clear conscience to have the motive to have work and operate out of faith and not sin. But before we go into that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, it's Pastor Tony here. Just a quick reminder, on August 3rd, beginning at 5.30pm, I'll be conducting the seminar called The Doctrines of Christ. So we're just going to be covering the six doctrines of Christ mentioned in Hebrews chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. And it really is a foundational um, approach to our Christian faith. So these six doctrines are what I call the essentials for growth. Get these six right and we get them established. Every other area in your Christian walk should be strong and should be, you know, um, successive and, and just bringing you into much, much victory. So we'll see you there August 3rd at 5.30 p.m. All right, guys, we are back. Pastor Tony is no longer with us in the portal. We have now tagged in Pastor Nathan Cassis to the portal. Welcome to the portal, Nathan. Thank you. <laughs> I'm here. You are here. I'm ready to be portalized. Good, good. Are you ready to share the download of heaven? By God's grace, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so the sermon tonight, mm -hmm. Pastor Tony gave us a little background Mm -hmm. on what he preached last week so that way we can be caught up to speed for this week. Mm -hmm. So can you just tell us briefly, what did you talk about? Well, it was quite funny because um, I had preached last night to our church in Sydney mm -hmm. on a specific topic called the mind of faith. Mm -hmm. And um, in true Holy Spirit fashion, I didn't understand that tonight <laughs> I was going to be preaching. Uh -huh. uh, Pastor Robin turned to me when Pastor Tony got up there and she said, you're going to be preaching as well. No, so, I didn't uh, say it like that, son. <laughs> I actually said... Get him in line, Pastor You're going to be tagged. There you you're go. going to be tagged. Tag. Okay. Tag your man. Well, maybe because, maybe because of my own inadequacy. I, all I heard was you're going to be preaching. Um, no, but um, yeah, I really started to unpack... Um, Pastor Tony had left the point of having a clear conscience. Mm -hmm. And um, what I shared last night in our church with Sydney was about the mind of faith and how we can't live in a clear conscience if we don't have the mind of faith. And uh, so the mind of faith, not meaning the brain of faith, but the mind of faith meaning faith that's activated in our soul man. Mm -hmm. So activating faith in our emotions, in our will, and in our intellect. And so my, like I heard pastor say before, my anointing is to show the process. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to bring out the process about how sometimes our, our brains 
we can try to activate faith with our brains. And that's when we get into that super hyper heebie-jeebie. Right. I'm going to help you along God, faith, this and you know, true. and we start to conceive plans and ideas and schemes. Mm-hmm. As Pastor Robin has said, you know, our schemes. So schemes start to come up. So the mind of faith is really activated by the spirit man. Mm. So it's the spirit talking to the soul man, the soul man talking to the brain, then the brain talking to the body. Wow. So it's, yeah, it's like in the world they say body, soul, spirit. Right. But I believe in the kingdom of God, you know, we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we just happen to live in a body, and that we've learned that in communion with God, the importance of us being a spirit being. I mean, God is spirit. Right. He's not physical. He's a spirit. Absolutely. And so we have to understand that, you know, the importance of us being spirit first. So if the change is going to take place, it's going to take place from the spirit first. Mm. But uh, one thing that I did say was, you know, where do we think faith is activated? Right. And faith is not activated in our spirit because faith requires our agreement. It requires our participation. It requires us to, uh, you know, be a willing vessel and participant. And so when our spirits, we're already sealed. Our spirits are one with his spirit. That's what the scripture says. Right. So, um, I believe that faith is activated more in the soul area because it requires my emotions, my will, my intellect to come into agreement with what God is saying. I mean, I know that you were saying that last night when we were having a conversation, Pastor Robert. Yeah, yeah it was a real challenge, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. To think, well, where does faith get activated from? And it, it, it has to be um, a cooperation. There has yeah, to be word. cooperation with the Spirit of God and yeah. in agreement and uh, of course, you know, as we know, the soul is being redeemed, and as it gets redeemed, it takes more on, to, more like God. You see, yeah. our spirit there is where the spirit of the Lord lives. It's where our spirit moves from, right. and so on. But to have our our soul redeemed, we have to play our part in it. You see, that's true. it's not something that's just going to wave a magic wand and it'll happen. We right. have our part to play, right. and that's where we get to play our part to do with faith. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the whole thing with the church is. We've been waiting for God to wave the magic wand. Yes. Oh, to change our soul. About to get into that. We've been Go waiting for, for, you know, the whole um, wake up one day and everything be changed. That's true. You know, and um, but I'm learning from the Holy Spirit that that really robs us of relationship. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. quick fix, fix is robbing me of being a part of the change. Right. And so, like I said to the church tonight, I've changed my prayers because I remember Pastor Tony preaching a a message that really impacted me. He said, you know, you can't ask God to change you if you don't even have the desire to change. Right. And that was key. Yeah. And it was, it's a big key because, um, that was a gem. It was a gem. There was a gem. (laughs) And it was a big gem because I believe that, um, see David was a man after God's own heart. And the Lord said, you know, I see his heart. I don't look at the outward appearance, but I look at the heart of man. Mm -hmm. And so, if the Lord's looking at our heart, I believe that's where the spirit change takes place. If I can ask God to give me the desire, I don't want to just change anymore for the sake of changing. Come on. I want to I want to not understand in a logical way, but I want to have a purposed passion mm-hmm. for why I'm changing. Right, right. You know, I use the analogy of going to the gym. You can go to the gym and you can walk in with a purpose. Mm-hmm. When I go to the gym, I love to go to the gym. You'll everyone listening by the grace of God. If you, you don't know me, it. you're going to understand very soon. I'm back to the gym. But yeah. 
when you go to the gym and you have a purpose to actually exercise and use those muscles, engage in that kind of, you know, cardiovascular activity, you have a purpose to lose the weight. Your body actually engages more mm-hmm. than say you just going to the gym out of obligation. Right. Or you're going because you don't understand or you're going because a friend said, you know, you should lose weight or you should go because this is a fad. So when you go with a purpose, there's a greater activation that is, you know, um, released. Right, right, right. I think that just to add to what you said, you know, um, the desire is something that God wants us all to want, the desire for change. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the time it's desperation. Yeah. Jesus. Through the last minute, you know, getting to the bottom, Mm. getting to that last minute result, you know, trying to, you know, it's out of desperation and that's not a good place to be. Yeah. You've got to work in a relationship. You work through uh, desiring. You work through wanting and that's all part of relationship, you see. You know, you want to have this. You desire to have this. You, you're you not just desperate because you're in a bad way. Mm. Oh, we should never get to that place. Right. We should never get to that place. I think the, the biggest challenge for me is understanding when it becomes, it, it comes out of faith into works. Because I feel like sometimes... I I understand, mm-hmm. you know, just the, the desire. I understand mm-hmm. how it's working. But I think I still kind of operate from the logical, the brain at the top of our head instead of the mind mm. um, in the pits of our... I was just going to mention so. that sometimes when we are desperate, it's our thinking process. Mm-hmm. We're thinking from the brain. There you go. We're thinking from the brain. But when we desire, we're moving from our heart. Mm. Big difference, Mm -hmm. a major big difference because God speaks to the heart. God's language is to the heart. Mm -hmm. You see, the the soul will get redeemed as a result of God speaking to the heart. Mm -hmm. And as the heart is spoken to, then the head gets into line with the heart. This is very important. This is God's way of doing things all right so we're going to unpack a little bit more when we come back from this break hey everybody pastor nate here and just reminding you in this break of my upcoming seminar on august 17th hearing god through your dreams i'm going to be talking prophetically as always at talk new york and soap about how to hear god through the language of the night which is our dreams we're also going to discuss how to cultivate a true and a healthy dream life and true methods of testing to test what's of God in our dreams, what's of us, and even what's of the devil. So join me August 17th, 5.30 p.m., and I know you'll be blessed. You'll look forward to it. Tell others, bring others, even you can stream it online. We look forward to seeing you there, August 17th, 5.30. God bless. Of course, we still have 
Pastor Nathan and Dr. Robin Cass is here. Forgive me if you ever hear me call her Pastor Pastor Robin because that's just what I'm used to calling her. Yeah. Although she is completely certified to be called Dr. Robin Cass, and we should respect her as such. That's right. Just forgive me if you hear me say Pastor Robin. Don't that's be just hating. my love for her. Wow. Saying Pastor Robin. <laughs> anyway, well, I call just her don't Pastor call Robin me Prophet Dr. Dr. Mum. There you go. He has a lot of I titles hope, for I you. I call her Pastor Robin Prophet Dr. There you go. And I just don't want you to call me late for dinner. Okay. <laughs> All right. So before we went to break, we were just recapping about Pastor Nathan's segment of the sermon, mm-hmm. which you can also, again, watch on our YouTube at Torque and Why. Um, if you just search that, I'm sure you'll find us. Um, but Pastor Nate, I brought up a question about how do we not, if we're operating out of faith in this whole thing, right? How do we not go into works? Mm. Because I feel like I, that's my stumbling block. I, I tend to start doing things mm-hmm. that I think is the answer to my thing that I need to get answered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so can you just kind of just let us know, like, or your take or perspective on how do we not, you know, go too far into this thing? Yeah, I think any time that um, we move into works is because we've applied a doing. Mm-hmm to a thing that requires a being. Mm. So the moment we try to think or figure out faith, our brain tells us, well, this is how I can connect A and B. So I apply a doing thing to a being thing. Mm -hmm. So faith is not a doing thing in, we know that faith without works is dead, right? but faith has to start as a state of being. Mm. Be still and know that I am God. So I have to have faith in knowing that he's God and that because he's God, he's going to speak to me about what I need to put into action. But we always put emphasis on the, let me seek out the action before right. I become still. Oh, that's me. Jesus. So I think that's how we can move into that performance kind of love. Yeah. And that's what I was speaking about tonight. Like the high of stress, the identity that we get from it. Mm-hmm. We get identity from doing right. Because Absolutely. we feel as if we're accomplishing something. Right. We feel as if we're making it. We feel as if we're, you know, we're doing the thing. It's a measure of progress yeah. in most cases. And so. our pastors taught us from the moment we were in school, like, right. you know, we were taught, you know, performance, 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 performance. Right. You know, judge yourself. Me as a performer, I mean, I, I looked at myself in a, in a mirror for eight hours a day. And my job as a performer was to critique and always look at what needed to be better. Right. So unfortunately that carried over into my Christianity and only now am I unlearning Mm -hmm. and again, plug through the amazing, you know, soap relationship courses. Yes. Am I unlearning what God is really wanting me to learn? It's that it's nothing to do with what I do. Right. It's all to do with who I am in him and who he is in me. And I think it comes down to even something even stronger than that. It's receiving Mm. receiving receiving will cause you to go into a different place yeah rather Mm -hmm. than doing to Mm. receive receive who you are receive what he's done oh that's That's a gem receive what he's done put in your pocket did you hear that (laughs) right receive who you are and receive what he's done wow Mm -mm -mm. that will cause you something to happen to you this is part of the knowing why it works Mm. why it works is because you receive what he's done and then you will know who you are 
Oh, wow. Jesus. You will know wow. who you are by receiving what he's Ooh. done. And then you will not be into works. And then you will be into a, an attitude change. Your go. attitude will change. You can work with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. when you have the right attitude. It's not work anymore. Wow. It's relationship. Wow. 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 Can we just pause for a second? Right. Wow. Everybody, just breathe out <laughs> yeah. on the wind of your breath. Whether you're on the train right now, just breathe it <laughs> just out. Just breathe it out. Get some deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> Receive this gem right now. I think that also we we have put ourselves in a place where we really don't know what the Lord requires of us. Mm. Talk about this. Come he on. requires of us to grow with him. Mm-hmm. Not to grow away from him, wow. but to grow ah. with him. And the process is a walk. Right. It's a walk, and we've tried to cut the process short. Mm. We're mm. taking too many shortcuts to get to the destination. Mm-hmm. But, guys, without the journey, there'll be no destination. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Come on, say that one more time. <laughs> Those in the back, for those who didn't hear that part, <laughs> say it one more time. I just said without the journey, there will be no destination. Uh, the journey uh, is as important as the destination. Wow. You see, the destination won't. Here's a gem for you. All right. Drop it. The journey, I mean, the destination will not cause relationship. The journey causes the relationship. Wow. Mm. Oh, oh my, my goodness. I know that just spoke to every part of my mind that I thought I had but I didn't have. My face and is it. melting. <laughs> and so you know um you were mentioning a bit about the conscience. Yes. Yeah. You know um in one of my teachings I talk about a clear conscience and mm-hmm. I, you have the the word there. Yes. I had the word in me but you've got the word there. Yes. Why don't you I repeat the, what the, it is? The the logos, right? Mm-hmm. The logos of the word. All right, so 1 Timothy 1.5 says, Now, the purpose of the commandment is love from a pure heart. I call it a clear conscience. Go to that uh part. From a good conscience, which you say a clear conscience, and from sincere faith, from which some have strayed, have turned aside to idle talk, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither... What they say, nor the things which they affirm. You know, really, clear conscience is something that every Christian believer needs. Wow. Because if you want to hear the Lord, Uh if you want to hear the Lord, you will only hear him through a clear conscience. You should never, never counsel out of the presence Mm. of the Lord. Talk about it. You should never... Never be counseled out of the presence of the Lord. And so he can speak to your conscience. And Mm -hmm. if it's murky, it can be cleared up. That's a fine-tuning dial for you to hear. God has given dials in his word, Mm. like a a frequency of a radio, Mm -hmm. where we can tune in to clarity of what the Spirit is saying. Mm -hmm. But half the time we want to tune in with murkiness in our conscience. Oh, my goodness. And he says, 
this is what's all about faith. It works with a clear conscience. Well, you have another little term that I love. It's the, the stinking thinking. And is that what you're referring to with the murkiness of consciences? Yeah, yeah. Because, oh, that stinking thinking. Mm. I can smell it from here. And I think that stinking thinking produces activation of our lives. If you think that way, you act that way. Mm. Yeah, what, what, what you agree with is right. what you will activate. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. And we, we want to learn to stop agreeing right. with things because we don't realize when we agree, we're giving power of attorney to it. Oh. We're giving, we're giving the, uh, our say, our blessing to it. We're giving our blessing to it. Be careful what you're giving your blessing mm. to. Don't give your blessing to something that's going to destroy you. Oh, oh my goodness. So I, I say clear conscience. Isn't it wonderful that the Lord gives us that? You know, there's a scripture that says there's no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, in is a very important word. Mm. That word implies relationship. I'm in a relationship. But we always have four for something and that implies working for something right i work for this person i work for that Mm -hmm. i work for this i'm going after that so i'm working to get that Mm -mm. it's all about lack of relationship Mm -hmm. and seriously part of the whole process is to bring you into that religious spirit Mm. that religious spirit of working alongside of god don't walk work alongside of him let him work through you for you in you and out to others that is so powerful because that like Pastor Nathan was also saying, like just moving from, like staying away from the performance side of things because I can't touch my conscience. I don't even know where it is, <laughs> let yeah. alone trying to do something for it. I don't know how to speak to my conscience. And you will never doing. clear it. You will never clear it. Wow. You know, you yeah, brought that's, something that's important. up. That's right. important to understand. You You'll will never, never clear, clear it. it. You know, you brought something up about faith. And mm. I want to just say something about faith. Go for it. We activate faith without even knowing it. Mm. You think we've got to work at faith? We are faith people. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. true. We are faith people and we activate faith. We activate faith all day of our, every day of our lives, Mm -hmm. every single day. When we get in a car, we activate faith. When we sit on a chair, when we go in a building, we activate faith. You see, but it's, it's an automatic thing. It's when you try to work at something. Oh, Jesus. When you try to work at it, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You can't work at faith. You activate oh, faith. Man. You can't work at it. You activate it. It's already been worked at through the cross of right. Calvary. So it's got to be activated, not worked at. So it's like saying, I'm trying to abide. Right. Like, how can you do it? It's that? an oxymoron. You can't try to abide because the moment you try, you're not abiding. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Unpack that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the moment true. you try, your works have kicked in. Yeah. So, what Pastor's saying is so true. Like, the faith that we live in, we don't even realize that we live in that faith. But it's when we try to activate the faith our way and put our you know, our stamp on it, mm-hmm. like right now, okay, God, I'm going to activate faith. 
Right. That's not faith. Oh man. No, that, that is not faith. That That's just a decision from your brain. Yeah. Mm. That is nothing to do with faith. Faith is God's currency. Mm-hmm. How can you act? How can you activate faith from your brain for God's currency? Yeah, you can't. That's how he moves through faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He moves through faith. That's the way that we give. We activate faith. We don't work at it. And Pastor, like what I was saying, I find sometimes I try to activate faith, and this is what I call brain faith. Yeah. And my heart is not in the same place. There you go. My emotions are not in the same place. So it becomes that I'm going to say it and grab it and slap it kind of confession thing uh-huh. where, well, if I just believe it because God said it, then it must be true. And right. then I can be hyper faith. Yeah. And then, but, <laughs> right. but then what, ha- what happens to all those emotions that I've let the enemy get into where, well, I don't see it, God. I don't hear it, God. I don't believe it, God. So now I'm really smiling on the outside, but on the inside. Burning up. Festering. Cracking up. (laughs) Cracking up. And so faith takes on some new meanings. We can have hyper faith. Oh, Jesus. And then we can have presumptuous faith. Oh, Jesus. We can have all these faiths, but they're not really faith. Mm. It's not. Pseudo faith. Yeah, it's like a pseudo faith. It Mm. really is. And, And then when you do presumptuous faith, you get fearful. You uh, get fearful talk then. about this. You, you get fearful that you haven't heard God, that you're disappointing God. Uh, you try all the formulas to work and mm-hmm. it doesn't work. It won't work. No formula work. Nothing will work except a person. Mm. And his name's Jesus. Jesus. Come on. And you know what? You mentioned again about the body. Mm. You know, the body has its purpose. Mm-hmm. To carry the Spirit of God. Yeah, the temple of the Holy Spirit. That is another gem. But we're going to go to a short break. And then when we come back, I want to share a vision that I had. Because we had an activation, which we'll share with you guys. We had an activation during the sermon. And you can always watch it again on our YouTube. But we're going to come back from a break. And we're going to talk more about this in a little bit. Hey guys, Pastor Nate here again, just reminding you of Pastor Robin's upcoming seminars, September 14th, Breaking Free from the Stronghold of Guilt, where we're going to unpack what the stronghold of guilt does in our lives and how to break free from it. Also, how it helps us to uh, not be able to filter with the Holy Spirit. So learning how to true filtering with the Holy Spirit in our emotions. So join us September 14th. And then of course, on September 21st, The Fragmented Soul, Recovering My Soul, The Next Layer. This is the big one to top it all off about God taking us into deeper deliverance and inner healing, recovering memories, motivations, all those things that we can call back so that we can walk in a life of total wholeness and freedom. If you want more information, go to www.soapny.org. And remember that if you have friends that are outside of the uh, tri-state area, they can tune in via our app and uh, watch the sessions live and on demand. We look forward to seeing you there. Be blessed. And we are back. Hopefully you guys had a 
quick break to get your minds together to gather all these gems that Dr. Robin and Pastor Nathan just dropped yeah. um, because I know my bag is quite full. Um, but I wanted to share a vision because we had an activation after the sermon where we had like seven minutes mm-hmm. um, to just kind of settle down and just ask the Lord where our, you know, stinking thinking exists. Yep. And the Lord gave me this great um, vision um, for myself uh, particularly, but maybe someone can relate um, the vision basically consisted of two ways. There was, you mentioned in the sermon, uh, passionate about like a dirt road that was less traveled yep. and then this highway of negative thinking. And I saw both roads. I felt like the Lord was holding my hand and I saw two roads and one was less traveled. There were a few cars going, uh, a little light traffic and, and I saw the highway, but the highway had many different cars on it. They had semi trucks, they had motorcycles and and the Lord was showing me how this thought that was a motorcycle was more aggressive and this semi truck of a thought was more impactful for you. Mm. And then there were little cars of little things. Mm-hmm. And the Lord showed me that the enemy basically switched signs to the roads. He he tried to deceive me by believing that the road the thought ways or the 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 positive thinking was a dead end. Mm. That it would only just keep me in a re- religious bondage. That was his lie for mm. my particular life. Okay. And the highway, he obviously put the road of go this way because it's more it's more busier. Mm-hmm. You know, you get more access. You're getting ground. You're going places when you go this way. And the Lord just, you know, quietly just showed me, like, how these roads, like the less traveled road, was circling down into my spirit and coming back up and communicating through my soul, my mind, to my brain, and coming around. So it was more fruitful than the other highway. The highway was just circling around itself. Mm. And I, I just thought it was very interesting as, like, this word was so timely because I was also struggling, you know, with some thought patterns I had about particular areas in my life that had me kind of like, okay, am I being over-religious by keep saying, oh, well, God is good, you know, like confessing that, confessing that. Mm. Um, but I still feel like this, mm. you know. So I don't know. Maybe you guys can input on that or add to that. or. Oh, well, I'll get you to move in first. Yeah, well, I, I think um, well, you talked about the loop, mm-hmm. you know, the endless loop. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's the Holy Spirit showing you that um, that stinking thinking is always going to loop back because it's self-centered thinking. Wow. Sure it's is. always centering wow. around you, mm-hmm. you know, and um, we were talking about Pastor Robin's seminar coming up about guilt plug, <laughs> breaking free from guilt, September 14th, 7.30, no, 5.30, be there. Um, but mm-hmm. guilt is that self-centered way of thinking, I've done this, mm-hmm. I've done this, whereas conviction it doesn't put the emphasis on you. It puts the emphasis on, yes, I've done this, but the goodness of God is good enough to forgive this. Mm-hmm. And that's why I can be empowered to be forgiven. Wow. So I think the enemy in that vision, was sh- the, the Lord was showing you that the enemy has had those loops of self-centered thinking. And that's really the core of all stinking thinking. Yeah. yeah. Self-centered thinking, well, you know, not Christ-centered myself. thinking. <laughs> so, um, yeah, maybe, you know, as we um, learn more about the interpretation, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit will unpack that more. But it's funny how you said the motorcycles were the aggressive thoughts because mm-hmm. the aggressive thoughts are usually the fastest ones that come into the head, mm. you know? 
and wow, uh, I didn't know that. yeah, and um, I'm I'm always looking at the, you know the deeper meaning of things, mm-hmm. and then the semi the semi trailers were the ones that had really impacted. They held the most weight. Yes, but I want to just encourage people listening. Like I said tonight in our activation when we did it, um, scientific fact is it just takes seven minutes a day to retrain the brain, mm-hmm. but it's literally consciously stopping mm-hmm. and really taking inventory of what you're thinking. You know, like, because we can just get so caught up in just going throughout our day, right? you know, and then people say, oh, you know, I've tried to take inventory, but it's so hard, but you really haven't. Right, right, right. Because you've probably let something get in the way of it. Mm-hmm. I think you should maybe advertise uh, this dream and vision a seminar that you're going to be running. Yeah, this so. This is the time to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, like, you know, it's not coincidence that you had a vision. Mm-hmm. Because, again, like, pastors taught us, like, you know, the, the language of the spirit is vision. Yeah. So um, for God to give you that vision, it means he wants to talk about something. Yeah. It means he wants to create a conversational piece. So what I'm going to be teaching on um, August 17th, again, 5.30 p.m., um, is hearing God prophetically through your dreams. Now, a lot of us have dreams and a lot of us have visions mm-hmm. that don't necessarily pertain to anything that God is speaking. Right. Because like, what I'm learning as I've been studying is most of our dreams are really 85% are symbolic. They have really nothing to do with what's going on, you know. But there are those instances and that, um, you know, that other um, percentage where God can use your dreams to speak to you mm-hmm. and use your visions to speak to you. But usually everything in dreams and visions is symbolic. Well, you don't want to give too much yeah. away. You know, I was interested in you saying there were two roads. Mm-hmm. One was the highway and it seemed to... Turn back, it curled, it turned back. Mm-hmm. And, he, and the other one, of course, would have represented the straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. Interesting, the word is straight, 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 not curvy, not spinning back, yeah. not making loops, mm-hmm. not doing any of that, but going straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. Let's just look at the word straight. Mm-hmm. That means the walk mm. is the process, straight. Is a process. Mm. We're not stopping and starting and turning around and going the other way and um, adding something to it. Mm-hmm. It's just a straight, narrow path. Yeah, yeah. And that's the that's the um, speed of the spirit, straight and narrow. Mm. Wow. And it's the w- way the Lord walks, straight and narrow. When He was on this earth. He didn't need to be carried by a donkey except for one particular time. Mm. And he didn't need to, uh, what was the other thing? He walked. Mm -hmm. He walked. He didn't need to be carried. He walked. That was his pace Mm. to walk. Mm. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't being carried through life. We shouldn't be carried through life. We should walk this process, and that's why it's straight and it's narrow. Because yeah, it just is straight ahead, and narrow means we don't keep adding to it. Mm. It's just that one path to walk that straight and narrow. Yeah, you understand Absolutely. what I'm saying, yeah. and so it's important that we see that road mm. doesn't have a lot of traffic on it. That's true. But the other one, the easy way, Mm. the way we've been used to, the flashy way, Mm -hmm. 
we'll have all sorts of things trying to grab our thinking yeah. and allow it to become stinky. Mm. Yeah. We need to stay on the straight and narrow path yeah. and walk this walk and create that roadway in our, in that brain of ours so that it can affect us as we walk. Mm. This is really important. If we do that as we walk, we will find that we will experience the grace of God. We'll have lots of relationships with the Spirit of God that will give us a second work of grace, maybe the third work of grace, and maybe grace will become uh, an activation in us as we grow and walk all the time, and he'll give us time to be able to walk this walk as a process. And we'll get to our destination, but on the way, we're going to create and have this incredible relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Saviour. Amen to that. Wow. That was so encouraging. I would cry. First episode of Portals. The first episode of Portals is just jam-packed, but also so encouraging to top it off. So walk the walk and don't get the ride. Walk the walk and shut your mouth. Not walk the walk and talk the talk. (laughs) Yeah. But walk the walk and hush. So the best thing to remember now is don't go for the ride and don't be carried. But walk the oh, walk. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Well, yes. Well, that concludes this portal segment on, you know, was the clearing the conscience. Yeah, mind faith. Mind faith, as Pastor Nathan had preached in and Pastor Robin. And a clear conscience. With a clear conscience. Being able to tune in a frequency, fine-tuning into the Holy Spirit. Hear God's word. Hear God speak. Mm. Hear God speak. And hear God. Mm. That's it. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for, you know, just sharing on this topic and just unpacking more. Of course, you can always just visit us on a Sunday service, 11 a.m. and at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, PM at the same location at 209 West 40th Street. Invite a friend. Let's talk about some of these things. This is the beauty about having a body. We can talk. Yeah, come on. Let's have a conversation. And that's what Porter is all about. Having yeah. the conversation. Going deeper. Going deeper. Unpacking from heaven. Yes. And that's what that's what we want. We want that. Don't that's miss the seminars. Yes. Pastor Nathan, tell us a little bit about these seminars before we go. Please advertise them because they (laughs) They are are important. They are meat. Amen. They're the substance to these portals. Well, I think (laughs) we're going to have some advertisements in the break where we actually have the details of the seminars Okay, yes. So make sure you just listen. Yeah, listen in for the details, the information. And if you know people that want to tune in but aren't in the New York City tri-state area, you know, we are making available um, the ability to stream them online and then to go back those that can't be watching it live and to go back and watch it on demand so that everyone can be equipped. Yeah, you know? everyone. And the last statement is 
let's preach the true gospel of Jesus Christ with signs and wonders following, not following the signs and Ooh. wonders to oh preach Oh, my God. Goodness. That's another portal. How are you going to do that to us, Pastor Robin? She's portal. opening another gym and another portal another on portal. the closing of another one. Yep. Jesus. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. <laughs> we'll see you again. <laughs> we'll see you again. Thank you for tuning in.